0: slash I see sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Hey y'all, Mrs. Sativa here. Hope you guys are having a good one and hope you guys are staying safe in the Northeast. We got smacked with about a foot of snow over the past one and a half to two days. Um, we got about I think it snowed from Sunday till today on Tuesday and just finished doing all the shoveling and whatnot. But I just I just had an idea that just came to my head. As you know, and if you've been following the podcast since the beginning, one of the major motifs is, well, there are two major motifs that I bring up on a regular basis if you pay attention. I bring up the fact that I, I try to make cannabis accessible for you know regular people, for average Jane's and Joes that you know that actually work for a living and that find three hundred dollar ounces very expensive, that that are not covered by insurance and that need help sort of affording this, in addition to juggling the you know, grocery bill, in addition to feeding the kids, in addition to saving up for, for your child's college, and in addition to dealing with all the other bills that we as adults have to deal with. And I don't feel that enough cannabis podcasts really get into the nitty gritty on accessing cannabis. You know, um, many do news, many do, um, commentary, but people, but there isn't enough delving in as to how you access cannabis, you know what programs are available to you if you're a vet, what programs are available to you if you live within the poverty line you know what 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 nifty ways you can save money you know and 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 get this at a price that you can afford so that's 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 one major motif of the show you know I, I would say it's a primary one. But the second one I talk about often is this public smoking boogeyman. And, you know, you can give me the credit for that term. Um, I often talk about how all of these, we're at 11, we're at 11 legal states at this moment. So all of these 11 states that have legalized have explicitly banned public smoking. Yet in only a few of these states, I, I believe in Cali, Nevada, Alaska, um trying to think of what other state. So yeah, those are the three states I can think of off the top of my head that have cannabis lounges. So that's like maybe 3 or 4 out of 11 right now. And for the most part, for everyone else, if you don't own your own property and your landlord doesn't like cannabis, they they can say that you can't use in in, in the property and they can evict you from it and you not you're not going to really have recourse. And in all of these states, you cannot use in your car because that's a DUI. And they assume you're driving, even though you may just be smoking because you in in the car, because you cannot do in your apartment because the the landlady or landlord doesn't allow it. So this leaves people who have rent. And this especially leaves people in federal subsidized housing, no place to use. And in, in, all of these, in these other seven states, these other seven or six states that that haven't opened lounges or are dragging their feet, shout out to you, Massachusetts. You know, cannabis legalization is only really for privileged property owners. But I thought of an idea just now that might be able to solve the issue. And it's going to be able to, it's going to be able to cut the alcohol people into this because... As we talk about big alcohol, big pharma, big, um, big agriculture, big, you know, big plastic, big paper. All of these organizations and all of these corporate outfits are, are doing everything they can to stop legalization because it's going to mean less profits for their respective industries. You know, we saw it in Arizona that they that the insist the people that created the um, fentanyl and those opioids they put off they put half a million dollars into Arizona's legalization campaign in 2016, and they were the only state in the 2016 election cycle that rejected adult use. All the other states passed it, even even Maine by about by 0.2 percent. It was I think it was like 50.2 percent or something like that, and they almost excuse me almost got. Brought to like a hand count vote or whatever. But. Like I said, there is a way to do this to allow people to have places to use that is going to make a lot of parties satisfied. And let me explain this idea. So, you know, if you've ever been to a bar or whatever. A lot of times when you go to bars, when you go to clubs or whatever, and you're not 21, they... Like depending on the state, depending on where you are in the u s you know that bar might still let you in, but then they're going to put an under they'll put like an under twenty one wristband on your on your arm or whatever and to 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 denote that you're not old enough to drink alcohol, and one way that the alcohol that the bars the taverns, and you know big alcohol that's been really gunning against legalization and we see this a lot in 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 somewhere like wisconsin where you know there are a lot of breweries i think that's where miller is located that's where a lot of the major breweries in the country are located so the tavern league in, in somewhere like wisconsin has so much pull and i've i've heard people say that it's them that's like that's preventing medical marijuana in in the Badger state from being legal because they would they would stand to lose money, and they're preventing adult use, and they're, you know, because the, because if less people are drinking alcohol, then less people are going to bars, and less people are buying booze, then they lose money. So they have an incentive to try to stop legalization in 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 Wisconsin. But one way we can cut these alcohol companies in is or these bars or taverns in. Is like because people, because we don't, we haven't, because a lot of states haven't opened lounges. One, one thing they can do off the bat is allow people, allow pot smokers who have their receipt from the dispensary or whatever, who allow sort of a BYOB thing to happen where people can do cannabis outside, you know, because many bars have like porch and outside areas, people can do their smoking. And they still allow cigarette smoking outdoors in that area. So you just allow the cannabis smokers to to smoke with the cigarette smokers, but then you put a wristband, noting that these people are only going to be are only going to be using pot. They're not going to be mixing the two intoxicants, because as we know, mixing those two intoxicants leads to bad times. And I, I mean, at, at thirty, I I, har- I hardly do that these days. I just. I don't know. I mean, I I don't got the I don't got the time, the energy, and I don't want to get white boy wasted at this point in my life. So I don't really do that. But I don't recommend I don't recommend people mix the two intoxicants and get crossfaded. It's not good. You know, bad things can happen when you do that. And even in these legal states where you have lounges, they can't serve the people alcohol. So it would be in line with the regulations you already have in the states you have lounges, you know, and this would be a boon to these bars, you know, because these bars are con- are concerned they're going to lose money if they're having to compete with cannabis as a as a intoxicant, and they do end up losing a bit of money. But this is one way. This isn't all the branch we can offer to these to the bars and the clubs. You know, it doesn't require standalone licensing to be created. It doesn't it require too much additional resources to be? expended to to make this happen you know you're just you're just giving uh you're just giving these bars and clubs a temporary can a lounge license in which you know the people bring B- byob they, they smoke outside and they don't they they don't do, use any alcohol or whatever because they have the wristband saying that that's they're only doing that activity and again you're not you're not having to revamp existing infrastructure or reinvent the wheel like many of these states are doing you're not needing to do that so if you can't beat them just join them you know this this is a way for the alcohol industry to continue to make revenue and and money and to not get in the way of cannabis legalization you know this is a this is a pretty good olive branch i i feel and You know, a lot of, a lot of these, uh, these alcohol companies that are feeling threatened by cannabis, you know, they'll, they'll feel cut in if we were to do something like this in many states, you know, again, this, this, this is a huge problem, you know, so many people don't even consider using cannabis for medical purposes because they don't really have a place to use and they don't want to become homeless in in treating their illness. And I don't blame them. I don't. This would do a lot in in cutting this, these disparities, you know. Um, I mean, if you, if you live in if you live in a state where you feel this idea can get traction, and even if you don't live in a state where this can get traction, I would still I would still bring this up if you're talking with your lawmakers. You know, this is a win win for all all the people involved. You know, the lawmakers look progressive in doing this. The alcohol, the alcohol bars and clubs look look like look like they're progressive too by embracing this new intoxicant instead of instead of trying to douse water on it and you know and it just it, it benefits the, the consumers and, and tenants who don't really have a place to use most importantly so again I, this is just sort of a brainstorming session I, I've been thinking about um, if you live in a state where you have it legal for adult use I would highly recommend bringing this idea up and and seeing where you get with it and um, i hope you guys got a lot out of this i don't want to keep this episode too long we're it's already past 13 or so minutes so i'm just going to leave it here hope you guys have a good one and peace out and stay medicated my friends peace if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project there are a few ways that you can do so supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting and equipment and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can also support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. If you are feeling extra generous, we have $5 and above tiers. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Sativa Podcast and click the send voice message button. And I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at the phone number 617. 617- Four six six nine three eight 466 That is 617-466-9389. And I may just play it on a future episode. If you are in need of some good CBD products, you can also check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp products. You can check them out by checking out this link, um, www.bit.ly slash three three f k r v nine and you can try the following coupon codes dog treat 20 tincture 20 40 percent sign off iso and 15 percent sign off cbd and you can use those codes to get a discount on various CBD products on their website. And if you're looking to get inexpensive CBD flour delivered to your door quickly and cheaply in New England, check out bostonhempire.com where you can get frequent sales on CBD flour and other products such as tinctures and edibles as well too. Boston Hempire will get you cheap CBD flour delivered to your door in new england and the rest of the united states for a very very good price and i highly recommend their products too feel free to enter the url https colon slash slash shop dot boston dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland peace out and ciao